0: popping brand new whip just hopped in can be got options it's like
1: what's up y'all welcome back to the take control podcast hey what's up what's new
2: <laughs>
0: it's
2: like, what's not new
0: tell us about your life
2: I, my mind's a blur right now <laughs> life is stressful I'm just here.
0: that's good enough.
2: Working.
0: Shit. All that. Hashtag. That's a blessing. <laughs> um. Oh, I finally made a business page because y'all kept pressing me since June. <laughs> so I did that shit. Body, yadi yadi. Bike camp. So I'm just playing body bike camp. <laughs> so tired of that. So already. Just okay. See, my friend Santana. Shout out to her. That's my dog. She would say that shit. Like since my fitness was even a thing, she'd be like body yadi 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 yadi. So when they, she dropped that shit, I sent it to her and was like, bro, this is your whole word. So now when I hear that song, I think about her. But it's B A W D Y by Kim. So y'all can stop pressing me. I made a page. Relax. I don't know why I thought
1: you had a page.
0: No. Everybody thought I did, and then people be like, why? Why you have one? You should get one. And I listen to y'all so. I don't want to hear it no more. I made it. Finally. Follow me or shut the fuck ASAP. <laughs> like I'm <just> <laughs> Y'all got to excuse me.
2: <clears throat> Kim is stressed today. <laughs> yeah, I was.
0: Yeah, yo. Yeah. Um, but I think that's it. Oh, when I start this next semester of school, I'll be done in four semesters, y'all. on.
2: I really don't even know if I want to do school next semester. I'm one class me.
0: Yes, yeah, I am going to say, take one, me, one at a time. I couldn't
2: even do two. Yeah, take
0: <laughs> one at a time, you'll get there.
2: Shit.
0: I have forever to go. I got years. So, girl, I've been in school. By the time I graduate, seven, almost eight years. Got to do what you got to do. This college ain't set up for the black people. But we got to get through it. I saw a post today that said, no girl has all five. And I was like, I do. It was like i didn't want to repost it because it sounded like an arrogant thing to do so i didn't but it was like a degree a car a place of your own a job oh and then no baby daddy and i was like yes people do i'm confused it was from that justin la boy page and i was like yeah they do but i left it alone I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna post that one. His page is funny. Yeah, he's fucking it's hilarious. So I mean,
2: respectfully, people always
0: be like Kim. You be all over his page or sure sure fuck do you see my comments? And I know you do. What's that? <laughs> yep. Yeah. What about you, Brandy? Girl, nothing. Um, <laughs> went on vacation. Need to take another one. I mean, where you go? Oh, I forgot to
1: ask you about that. Just in <laughs> North Carolina. Um, it was. It was cool. I just went to see my sister, so it wasn't like a kick it vacation it was more so like just chilling and relaxing
0: that's um, my type of vacation
1: <clears throat> yeah it was a good time it was a good time we went to Charlotte um I did a little shopping
0: that's
1: pretty much it, it rained I think two of the four days we were there because of the uh, tornado mm. so but it was cool had a good time um everything else is cool um, by the time you guys listen to this It'll be Thanksgiving My Happy. birthday is on Saturday Other than Yes ma'am turn wish. up
0: collard greens That
1: yes. is it But I'm good no complaints No
2: complaints Okay Okay so I saw this post that I thought I would Share these tips since COVID is Out of whack right now A oh, bitch um, And it says "With flu season arriving Plus COVID-19 cases rising up again I wanted to share some tips to, to boost your immune system. Um, the first one says drink warm water with ginger, turmeric, and lemon almost every morning slash whenever possible. Two, add ginger and turmeric in meals and smoothies slash pressed juices whenever possible. Um, take a teaspoon of elderberry syrup daily. Add sea moss into your smoothies. Take vitamin D supplements. It helps boost your energy. And with seasonal depression rising, it will help prevent this from occurring. Keep moving. Find a way to get 15 to 30-minute workout in um, three to four times a week. It's a free workout video all on YouTube with no equipment required. Eat more whole plants and fruits. Add more fresh fruits and veggies into your diet will always be a plus Try decreasing your dairy intake as well. Um, and meditate. Stress can weaken your immune system, so please make sure you're taking the time to do any kind of self-care needs. Headspace is a great app to get started with meditating if you've never done it before. And they have a free guide, a guided meditation for beginners on there. So, just a little tip. Um, <clears throat> moving on. What qualities are you guys looking for In a life partner
0: Man fuck this I'm just playing (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Um,
2: I didn't think
1: about this question at all For sure somebody That I can laugh with Um I think That I would Also Want somebody That I can depend on Um for just like um, anything for real like you know what I mean like just someone to do this thing called life with I
0: don't
1: know
0: I, don't um, know. I feel like y'all ever see, heard people say like for women who had their dads in their lives like they look for people like them mm-hmm. and I feel like that's very true for me I think I've said this before on here Um, I want someone that's like physically fit cares about their health i want someone that's funny and witty um like you cannot be boring and there's like a certain sense of humor like i think shit is funny that other people don't like just weird shit like leaving bottles upside down to me is fucking funny like and people like that's weird i'm like it's fucking funny um and then someone that's intelligent like i want to sit down and have hour-long conversations about a lot of, like, deep, intriguing stuff. I don't want to talk about your weed and your video game all day. I'm, I'm cool. <laughs> I'm good. Um, somebody that is very attentive, because that's how my dad was. Like, he was... He's always been super sweet to me and super oh, attentive. Shit, sorry. But then to the world, he's kind of, like... Not necessarily cold, but, like, he's straight to the point. Like, this is what I expect. This is what I want done type shit. But when it comes to me, I'm, like, his little... My brother, too, so it's just like when he cares for somebody, he's this way. Um, He's very much like, whatever you need, I got it. Even if it's a financial issue, he'll figure it out. Like, wait till I get paid, I'll see what I can do. Wait till I, you know, let me try to sell this so I can get this done. Just somebody that's very attentive. Not necessarily, I don't like clingy. Get the fuck away from me. Ew. Um, But somebody very attentive. Um, Somebody respectful call me a bitch i will shoot you speaking of justin la boy somebody sent me the post where it said once i'm licensed to carry, i'm not arguing with nobody and said it was me and i'm not i'm not gonna argue with you i will kill you period don't don't look at me Let's um, you yeah <laughs> fuck all y'all it's like um i'm trying to think yeah somebody that's respectful funny has a fucking personality you're not boring intelligent I can't be I don't want to feel like I'm teaching a nigga I don't excuse me a man <laughs> um I think that's the basics so far obviously like loyalty all that type of stuff but yeah D what
1: about
2: you I, I don't want to answer <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I'm tired <laughs> I'm tired I mean real quick I've honestly just you know somebody who can communicate someone who um has empathy for other people and yeah just somebody i can talk to laugh with and i don't fucking know shit that's it <laughs> I'm exhausted from talking about dating because dating is a scam it is a scam so you know whatever (laughs) (laughs) alright so the next topic it talks about um, how parents need to take accountability and acknowledge that their children struggles with certain things because of them um the, her Instagram was like, so I mean, tell them I think Yeah, you. I was reading, and like, huh? But anyway, so she says, Some parents really can't believe or don't want to believe that they have something to do with some of the problems their children face. I know we can't blame everything on parents and we need to be responsible for our own healing, but that doesn't mean overlooking the source. Whether it's an issue related to forming healthy relationships and romantic relationships, issues linked to attachment, issues linked to self confidence and self love, um issues linked to processing emotions or managing anger a lot of these issues started with some parents
0: i do not disagree my mother is very much the type that uh doesn't really see how she would say things and how it affects us in our adult life like she kind of would like if i ever brought it up to it would more so be like Well, that's something you developed without me. Really? Because who raised me? (laughs) Um, But, I mean, I also am at a point, though, where I'm not blaming my mother anymore for what she said or did because she did the best she knew how as a parent. And I know I'm going to fuck up one day, and and it is what it is. I hope my kids just don't suck. Um, Like, I hope they don't become, like, assholes that are, like, criminals, but um i might fuck him up no i'm going to in some ways um so i got to a point where like i'm not necessarily holding her accountable anymore but i know where she could have been better but it's not necessarily her fault Mm -hmm. because she did the best she knew how i was a mother and the same thing i'm gonna fucking do so sorry future babes might fuck you up might not (laughs)
1: The question was
2: when do you when do we start holding our parents accountable? No, it just was saying she just stated that parents need to, to be, be accountable mm-hmm. and Got acknowledge it. that they messed their kids up. Got it. Yep. yep. Which I agree because I feel like a lot of parents do lack accountability, mm-hmm. you know. Because I could see my mom saying that, like, well, you're a fucking adult. Like, yeah. that ain't my problem. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> cool. Who raised me? <laughs> or, like, I have my dad who I've tried to talk to him about my issues before, and he just cannot be honest about where he went wrong. So, we're just like, like him say, at this point, you know, I acknowledge where my issues came from, and it's on me to fix it. But it would be nice if parents could, you know, just sit down and be like, you know what? I fucked up. Yep. And I apologize. Mm hmm. Um,
1: I think that we are in a generation now where, like, we're way more aware of um, what trauma is and how it starts and mental wellness. I don't think that our parents grew up in a time where it was so big, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, that they even have a concept of, like, okay, this is some probably some probably some kind of trauma that was formed in your childhood and then you passed it along to me Mm -hmm. um like I find myself now like there's certain conversations that I have with my parents where they'll say certain things or um they have some thought processes that kind of need to be looked at and we're at a place where like I can come to them and we can kind of talk about it and they shift their perspective and start to see a different way of thinking about things um, just in general so I definitely think that if you have parents that are able to receive Mm -hmm. that they maybe messed you up (laughs) go to them Mm -hmm. Um, and definitely like have those conversations so then that way the conversations can start to change and the language can start to change you know what I mean Mm -hmm, Yeah. Um, I definitely think that parents should be accountable for how their kid turns out to a certain extent you know what I mean because like you guys said we all are, are adults and we do have to take accountability for ourselves and if you know something is wrong then it is on you to change it like you can't use that as an excuse like oh my parents fucked me up like, right fix you it can't, yeah <laughs> you know what I mean like you can't live in that so I it's two sides to what I think we should hold parents accountable and then I think we also got to make it a point to change like mm-hmm. let that trauma stop here you know what I mean like, I'm not gonna pass that mm-hmm.
0: on to my kids well, that's I think what it breaks down to is like generational curses like cut that shit early like I say it all the time there's certain shit I'm not gonna say or do to my children that my parents did and said to me and I'm I even practice it with my godson. like if I don't have the money to like feed him or something if I'm with him I don't straight up tell him like sorry sis it's broke mm-hmm. I'm like okay well let me talk to your mom and see like you know do you guys have dinner plans or you know maybe we can run through like i make it fun maybe we can run through mcdonald's and like get ice cream and like put cookies in it and be fun about it but i'm not gonna be like you got mcdonald's money like you got some sit down applebee's money beats <laughs> like so there's just certain things where i don't ever want my kids to feel and i was talking to my um friend about this yesterday shout out to alexis ain't hey, a beauty um she was kind of talking to me about like paying attention to how people make you feel and not necessarily the action but what did that action make you feel like so if you feel like that again notice notice what makes you feel that way it's not necessarily someone doing a certain action so what made me feel that way I don't ever want my kids to feel inferior or not worthy even if I don't repeat what my mother said verbatim, I don't want me to say something and they start thinking, oh, well, maybe I'm not worthy of X, Y, and Z. So just kind of being conscious of that and like breaking those cycles and, and generational curses.
2: Okay. Um, this next post says, so you want to talk about unlearning? <laughs> uh- <laughs> I hate the way I just read that. <laughs> It says that learning is one of the most important things you can do in order to in- evolve in life. According to um, Psychology Today, unlearning is the process through which we break down the origins of our thoughts, attitudes, behaviors, feelings, and biases. It's asking ourselves, where, where do these beliefs come from? Do these support my mental health? Is this aligned with the life I want? And do I believe this to be true to myself? Unlearning means stripping away the beliefs and ways to act, behave, and live that have been imposed by our upbringing, by our education, and by the society we live in. Um, To unlearn doesn't mean to forget what we know. And... The power of unlearning relies on our ability to transform and change. And I'll share this post because it's a lot of um, things they touch on, like unlearning hate, unlearning beliefs, um, unlearning biases, and they put some techniques in there, which I'm not going to read all of of it because it's a lot, but I'll share it on our story. Say less. I was
1: trying to think through my thought with that but it kind of escaped
2: me so I mean it really wasn't a question yeah. so
0: <laughs> it's just you know I mean I think that kind of ties with what we were just talking about too right. was like unlearning those you know taught habits because there's a lot that you'll realize as an adult that you didn't even think you would have picked up on as a kid that you unintentionally do as an adult and I had to unlearn like a year year and a half ago like to stop taking things personal Mm. um because I didn't realize that I was the same way as my mom as far as that mindset went until one of my friends had called me out and I was like oh you meant like my mindset And, and they weren't wrong um so being able to unlearn that is one of the most freeing things I've ever experienced like when people act a certain way or do certain things like the way I let it roll off my back now is, like, something I never thought I'd achieve at this age. Like, I'm just a very nonchalant, like, oh, you're dealing with some shit, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you deal with that. Holler at me when you're done. And old me would have been like, oh, my God, like, I just don't understand what I did wrong. No, it's not about you. It's they're dealing with some shit that they gotta get through, and it is what it is. Give yeah. them they space. They'll they'll come around. So unlearning stuff can be a very freeing, feeling and a breakthrough
2: I agree I feel like there's a lot of things that I'm still unlearning. and I'm learning how to like separate things like for example say like a past relationship someone used to say like oh I don't like this about you or whatever. And then I get in a new relationship and they don't necessarily say that, but they like might make a joke. Mm-hmm. That's a trigger for me because right. then I'm like, Oh, well you don't like that about me or you think I'm ugly because of a past relationship. Like I'm learning yeah. to separate that from what I'm going through now, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Um, But yeah, I don't know. It's important to learn things because when you sit and you just don't change your mindset, and it can fuck you up.
0: Yeah, and it's it's way easier said than done, though. Like, it's a process. Yeah, this ain't no overnight shit. You can't wake up tomorrow and be like, I'm not gonna think that way anymore. <laughs> that's not that's not real, okay? <laughs> so be patient with yourself and be patient with others when they are going through things, and like, like just be be patient with yourself and be soft with yourself. I realize that I pray for everybody at night, except for myself a lot. And I'm realizing like outside of me being like, thank you God for today. And thank you for allowing me to be on this earth. I have to catch myself in mid prayer and like start thanking him for more than just waking up today and more than just, you know, a good day and just like being intentional with my prayer and, you know, like help me get through this, help me get through that. And I've been really good with that the past year, but like I had to sit myself down a year going and be like, you don't even, like, pray for yourself or, like, help yourself out. It's time. So, take care of y'all. Take care of y'all. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> that fucking scrape anyway. All that. All that. For, for that shit to scrape anyway. That's funny as hell.
2: Okay, so I... <laughs> can't remember how I stumbled upon this post but <laughs> not stumble. I was reading something and it talks about karmic relationships um, it says a karmic relationship is a relationship meant to facilitate the lesson we need to learn in this lifetime surrounding love and partnership um, a karmic relationship might be thought as a type of soulmate relationship as it is a connection of two souls through it's different from Though it's different from twin flames or soulmates that are healing in nature, most likely than not, we'll each have one of these relationships in our lifetime. It's the love that pushes your buttons and pushes you to grow, but these relationships aren't exactly smooth sailing. From a spiritual point of view, the idea behind it is that two of you, um, is that the two of you are ma- made an agreement before your souls enter this lifetime to help each other on a respective path. Um, karmic relationships are guides or teachers and they're usually temporary they're meant to help you grow at soul level in often difficult push pull ways so yeah um, here are some signs that you're in a karmic relationship (laughs) (laughs) one there's an instant connection two there's a lot of drama three things feel off early four they make you feel frustrated five they're unpleasant to be around six they're addicting seven there's a lot of miscommunication (laughs) eight there's a lot of highs and lows nine they're repetitive ten they become codependent eleven they shine a light on your fears twelve they bring out the worst in you this sounds very toxic. <laughs> I was like, um, <laughs> They just tried to put some fancy
1: shit on top of saying it's a toxic, toxic. relationship.
2: Uh, 13, they make you exhausted. 14, you feel like you can't let go. And 15, they don't last.
0: Literally, I just thought about the 13-year friendship that I let go of the entire time. And that's what I was talking about yesterday with Alexis. Like, she's exactly what I thought about the entire time we were talking about it like she made me feel that way <clears throat> everything on that list for 13 years
2: i yeah it's like randy says a fancy word for toxic <laughs> yep but i mean i believe this is true yeah i feel like i've had one
0: or two or three yeah it's the thing that you said. They don't give you no tips on how to get out of it. <laughs> leave, fuck. <but laughs> no. It's, it's the thing that you said, Brandy, a while ago oh, it about says, like in how to escape. Maybe I didn't read all that. <laughs> of it. It's like it's
2: depressing as fuck. <laughs> nah, it's the
0: thing that you said, like how nobody's. Some people aren't meant to be on your your, yeah, on
1: your. on your path. Yeah. Yeah,
0: and I'm like, huh. This is very intriguing to me. How do we? How do we leave? They leave.
1: Mm. We should have a conversation, and we may have had a conversation on the previous episode as to why people stay in those.
2: Why does she stay? Honestly, I told you I hit my therapist up, and I'm like, "Listen here, <laughs> we need to have some deep conversations because I have serious attachment issues, and I need to know why." Yeah, like did yeah. you dig deep? We we did.
0: You got to go back to the newborn days, girl.
2: It's, I mean we didn't start from we kind of
0: did I mean we kind of did we went deep good I cried good I
2: definitely
0: good that's what you need to do is like start from day one and then they can start plugging in Yeah. oh well that's because auntie K treated you that way and now you feel better way. So yeah. Well
2: he asked me to write down my relationships and write the pros and cons and I'm like, Ugh.
0: Like, it's like, no, I'll do it for real.
1: When we were talking in the group text the other day and you were saying like it started with like your earliest memory and then you just built from there and I got to thinking about that, like, wow, like I know it's some things that like for a while I didn't remember mm-hmm. and then All of a sudden, it just, like, came to me. And this is without me going to therapy. And I was able to connect some dots on some things. Like, oh, wow, that happened. Yeah, that's why I'm like this. But it's crazy to think that your mind will repress Mm -hmm. a lot of things.
0: That long. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's all very interesting.
0: I just, day one for me, I sat down and she literally was like, well, she kind of just asked me, like, she wanted me to tell her, like, off rip like from the time you can remember Mm -hmm. what and I learned kind of early on as like a teenager that a lot of my childhood had me fucked up and that's when I got went in there and was like okay here's how my childhood started here I am as an adult here's how it's fucking me up help me Mm -hmm. you know so when you the the more deep you dig the better you the better outcome will be like you're gonna you're gonna start going through every session with a breakthrough and be like Mm -hmm. oh no shit for some reason
2: my childhood is a blur i just remember certain things and how people make me feel i don't but that's all you need too many memories that's
0: all you need i was telling my grandma last night like we were talking about a trip that her and i went on when i was 12 to new york i remember four things from it four things that's it and she was telling me like a list of stuff we did I said I don't remember that I don't remember sitting there don't remember eating pizza I don't remember nothing. well of that. why
2: is that like because why can't we remember
0: stuff? somebody said it to me and I don't remember who it was but when you've gone through like so-called traumatic things as a kid you begin to like block them out and you're like oh like that never mm-hmm. happened and like the first three years of my life were traumatic as hell with my parents <laughs> my parents going back and forth And then the next three years to the point where I was six, me trying to enter in school was traumatic for me. And then from the time I was about six to 12, it was a back and forth battle with my parents. And then like 12 and on, I started to kind of like stay with my dad a lot more and, you know, kind of just wean under him. So I remember a lot more from 12 and up, but 12 and under it's hit or miss if it's not significant. Mm -hmm. Like I remember like deep shit, like my mom having to come to the door with police behind her because of custody battles and shit like that and it's things like that that trigger you but you're not gonna remember a lot if you've gone through a lot of stuff I guess Mm -hmm.
1: yes interesting cause there's like for probably like a time I was like two to probably like maybe ten like there's probably like maybe ten things that stick out in my head, that like I can remember every single detail.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then other things are just like pieces, and it's like I kind of remember, kind of don't. Yeah. Um, and it's a mix between like good memories and bad memories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But my earliest memory from when I was like maybe two or three is a very bad memory. And I Me talked too. about that on the show before.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Me too. That's <laughs> deep. Mine was literally like hiding under a piano because it's like bits and pieces. I remember hiding under the piano. Again, I was probably two or three because my parents divorced when I was three. I looked that up like it was 1990 something. Um, And I had mapped it out. And I was like, oh, I was three. Like, I think about to turn three. Um, And I remember hiding under a piano and my brother kind of looking at me and telling me like, basically like stay under there like it's bad and I think my parents were like arguing or like going back and forth or something and then the rest of it is gone I don't remember anything else I just remember being like fucking terrified and hiding mm-hmm. and it's it's bits and pieces like that like I remember traumatic episodes but then I also remember like playing um G.I. Joe and stuff at the same age with my brother you know so it's like you said it's, it's good and it's bad but my earliest memory is traumatic as fuck And
1: it's so crazy how the body is, like, wired to, like, try to protect itself Mm -hmm. in that way. Mm -hmm. To where, like, it'll block something out to the point where you don't even remember it
2: until, like, that wall comes
1: Mm -hmm.
0: crashing down in therapy. And you're (laughs) like, oh, okay, cool. So I still hide as an adult? Cool thought so.
2: That happened to me before. Like, something happened to me, and then I started thinking about something that happened to me as a kid that was similar, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, Mm -hmm. I was blocking this out this whole time. time. Yeah, yeah
0: weird it's almost like when people get in car accidents and they lose their memory and then like you see something that triggers it and you're like oh i remember i am married now (laughs) that's right like you just remember it is it's like that triggering moment where you're like oh shit
2: yeah yeah that
0: did happen so very interesting human body is very intriguing Mm
2: -hmm. okay so this is kind of like a similar topic but it says how to recognize a toxic person in your life you leave feeling emotionally exhausted after an encounter with them you feel as though you're walking on eggshells around them frequently they comment on the smallest flaws or uh, perceived imperfection nothing you can say or do is good enough you or others are blamed for the negative feelings and circumstances in their life they violate your boundaries and they never
0: respect a no um that all sounds like my mother (laughs) <laughs> i'm not even kidding like oh okay cool i mean i knew it was like bad but damn like me and my mom was toxic like mm. the fuck
2: our parents are right my mom it, my mom was there for me don't get me wrong she was there for me you know she was a great mom but she have toxic ways about her lord she definitely has some toxic ways about her but i'm glad she's able to Recognize it now
0: and my mom doesn't
2: every once in a while she us with the well that's what my parents did but like she we're able like i me and my sisters can sit down at the table where we can have these type of conversations yeah we're
0: so. n- we're not at that level yet
1: it's so funny i've listened to so many like my mom has her ways my all my parents have their have their ways but i listen to people talk about their parents and i'm like I I feel thankful for, like, for (laughs) the, yeah!
0: yeah.
1: for the most part, like, my mom's not that bad. you know what I mean, like, like, I have some friends that's just, like, I don't have that mother-daughter relationship with my mom, like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, my mom literally calls me every single morning on the way to work, like, it's a thing, like, she calls me every single day, and. It's just like little things in this, like when I hear people talk I'm like it's kinda weird to me because mm-hmm. I guess I just had it in my mind that like
0: That's natural. That
1: is yeah, or like everybody has that.
0: At so, least have their mom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know about the daddy. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: but yeah, it's it's really interesting to hear about see, the thing I I'm in this weird space of like grace, I think. Um of just extending grace to people because like i hear that and it's like i receive it but then at the same time like i'm probably somebody's toxic person you know what i mean mm. so like how do you find that balance of like letting relationships dissolve but then understanding that like you're also not perfect and holding somebody, account. like, I'm in a really weird space,
2: guys. <laughs> oh, my God. Honestly, like, I have these moments, too, where I'm just sitting, I'm thinking about everything, like, what the fuck? <laughs> <I feel laughs> like, like, I'll be so, like, everything just be going through my mind. I'll be trying to figure things. It is exhausting, like.
0: Yeah.
2: It's sometimes you just don't even know what you want to say because everything is on your mind. Yeah. Well, to
0: kind of answer yours, Brandy, you have to kind of keep people at... I almost see it as, like, boxes. you got to keep people in these certain boxes and keep them at a distance. Like, so, for example, the conversation I just had with my mom about my plans tomorrow, There's, I'm not going to feed into it anymore. Like, there's certain... I have to keep her at a certain level and keep her at a certain place so it doesn't get taken there, I guess. Um, and you just kind of have to recognize that with each relationship you have, like, recognizing their strengths and weaknesses... And just kind of going from there. And then, like you said, turn around on yourself and recognize where you are. Like, I have a friendship right now that, like, I know my faults in the friendship as far as, like, not being, I don't even know how to, like, word it. I'm not very, um, I'm not as open as I used to be, I guess. And I've known her since we were kids, but, like. I just kind of had to take our relationship for where it is, and just kind of be like, okay, let me sit back because she makes almost every situation about her. If I'm talking about something I got going on, and now I just I just kind of put her in a box for the time being. Um, so it's 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 a process, but it's about recognizing like both sides of the strengths and weaknesses of that relationship. Like, really, really is like sitting yourself down too and being like, okay, why do you act that way when they respond in this way? And so I'm kind of working on me, like, just being a little softer with her, cause I'm very much like, well, never fucking mind." <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, let me rewind." I'm like, I started telling her, "Like, I ain't nobody talking about you right now. I'm talking about me, okay? Relax. Let me get through my shit." So <laughs> it's just, I don't know, holding each other accountable and then recognizing each other's issues. I guess, you know, I'm no expert, but you know, it's helping me, I guess. Yeah. I don't know I don't know guys it's okay we gonna figure it out you know <laughs> God got it life is beating my ass I can't even lie like, like I really
2: posted,
1: posted something on Instagram I think it's still on I think I posted it last night but it was just like you can't worry about what other people were doing or something like that yeah it was like just oh, do right I by posted people that. yeah mm-hmm. just do right by people don't worry don't worry <laughs> About if that energy is returned That ain't on you Mm -hmm. Um, And I just feel like I think like with 2020 And and experiencing a pandemic Like everybody is just spread Very very thin And I think that's where Reason why I'm like In a place where like I'm extending grace to people Because It's been a really rough year For everybody And everybody so Has a short fuse You know what I mean Mm -hmm. Like so I don't know I just I definitely think that we should call out the toxic people in our lives in a sense of just like not like calling them out like in an embarrassing way but just looking like you know hey like
0: holding them accountable yeah
1: holding them accountable um and then what to do after that I'm not really sure
2: yeah that post that you were talking about I just had a conversation with somebody about that because I was just saying like They were telling me that the way I live is stressful because I'm always expecting people to treat me how I treat them. Or I'm always expecting me out of other people. Or like, for example, if I do something for somebody, I'm expecting them to be appreciative. Because when people do stuff for me, I'm always saying thank you. Like, thank you. I really appreciate that. That meant a lot. So... I expect that back and Mm -hmm. they were just telling me like you can't live like that because Mm -hmm. everybody doesn't think like you and that's what I'm learning too it's like and I don't try to make it oh this is the Dario way I feel like it's the right thing to do it's the right way so I just be confused like I get really upset and I get hurt when I expect people to act a certain way and they don't so I'm learning how to like let people be them Mm -hmm. and Just understand that we have two different mindsets. Just because they don't do what I think they should do doesn't mean that they don't care or... Mm. I don't know. It's just a lot.
0: Well, I I will say, too, like, everybody has their own way of expressing the way that they care. Like, my dad isn't really, like, a super... Like, I can probably count five times he said I love you out loud to me, but I know by his actions and everything he does. Like, you know how your mom calls you every day? He sends me Bible verses, like, four times a day. Mm-hmm. Like, and he always is making sure I'm cool and, mm-hmm. and all that type of stuff. So he doesn't, he's not that way. But, you know, my, I don't know, my best friend may be upset if I don't say I love you to her, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's it's just about not setting yourself up for disappointment. So I think it is a good idea to, like, just kind of, you know, well I may be this way but they're not and that's okay you know and like especially if you've already expressed that to them and they can't deliver Mm -hmm. that doesn't necessarily mean they don't want to you know what I mean it's Mm. it's also how they have been brought up like for me I'm not a super because of my dad like I'm not touchy-feely I don't I typically am with like a spouse if I'm like super into them but like I don't really hug my friends I don't really like I'm not like a lay on your friend type of person. Like mm-hmm. my friends will come up to me and like try to put their head on my shoulder and I'm, or their shoulder. Let me try again. Their head on my shoulder. And I'm mm-hmm. kind of like, Ooh, excuse mm-hmm. me girl move. And it's not me being like, I don't like you. I'm just not super. Yeah. Cause my dad wasn't that way, but my grandma was. So I have like a soft spot for it. So just kind of recognizing like, well, I don't, that's good though, because you're not setting yourself up for disappointment. You know what I mean? And then you're also looking at them like, okay, well maybe they just, Can't. It's not that they don't want to. Maybe they just can't deliver that. Yeah. You know.
2: And that's the frustrating part because it's like, on one hand, I'm trying to learn to accept people for who they are and where they are in life, but also knowing that there are certain things that I need, and if you can't provide that, then I just gotta kind of, yeah, Yeah. and
0: put them in a box. what's wrong with that. Put them in a box. Like I always say, if my relationships in my life right now are not serving me mentally, physically, emotionally. I can't do it. Mm -hmm. Like if it's, if it's going to disturb my peak, like the little thing you read exhaust me out. Like I feel low after I talk to them. I can't, I can't do it. I mentally can't handle it. I can't, I gotta go.
2: I've had to take a step back and just look at all of my friendships and my relationships because I tend to like pull away from people because, because I feel like, well, they're not treating me how I would treat them, but I have just had to reevaluate things and realize like the way that I think isn't necessarily right or no like when I pay attention to people you don't have to tell me you care if I know the things that you do when you care then I can mm, I know like
0: that's a good point they yeah. do care
2: they may not say it they may not express it but I know because I know your character yeah
0: well you're also valid though and in- Looking at your relationships, you know, what I mean, there's nothing wrong with looking at a relationship and be like, "Oh, this isn't serving me," mm-hmm. and that doesn't mean you have to hate the person or cut them off, but put them in a box.
1: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I think you, I think we all need to, just generally speaking, get clear on what it, what are the things that we need from the people around us, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and stand <laughs> firm in that. Like, you don't have to necessarily um, hold someone to a fault if they don't say, "Hey." thank you or i care about you but if you need it every now and then i think that Mm -hmm. that's not a big ask yes you know what i mean so on the days where you don't do it i can still hold on to the times that you have said it verbally Mm -hmm. because i need that verbally sometimes Mm -hmm. so yeah i think i think it would do us all well to just really get clear on the things that we need to feel like our full selves i guess
2: agreed yeah but it's not
0: serving you with got to go
2: okay so this is 10 things i wish men knew about women's health um our period cramps are aching to
0: am i saying that right i think it's aching akin i don't know, I don't know. <laughs> akin <laughs> sorry that was real ghetto i'm sorry
2: y'all <laughs> <laughs> Um, it says our period cramps are akin to early. <laughs> Stop. Sorry, laugh. I'm sorry, you okay, guys. I'm sorry, y'all. We're fr- I mean, I feel. Ah, uh-uh. <laughs> I'm gonna I know. I'm <laughs> not I'm fr- <laughs> 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 Okay. All right, I'm not gonna look at you guys. <laughs> to early birth labor contractions, and we've gotten them um, every month since we were kids.
1: Wait, they're saying. <sighs> So basically they're saying period cramps
0: are similar to early birth contractions. contractions. Yeah. That's why I said I That's said deep. today. I said if I said they think this body's about to have kids feeling like this. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs>
2: nope.
0: Nope.
2: You're funny. <laughs> um, two, we have high maintenance after sex routines that if we do not will result in a UTI yeast infection or B V. Ladies, go pee. Peeing. I know. <laughs> it's, it's, sometimes you be lazy. Not I you be, be laid out. Myself.
0: Like, damn, you're gonna throw it up. Look at that. Get up, sis. You're gonna be spotty next week. Get up, oh, bitch. Pee. <laughs>
2: Um, three, four, play is not making out and fingering for two, five, or even ten minutes. It's not. No, it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It says four. Neither is going down for two minutes. Somebody had to say it. Yeah, I hate when niggas just be wanting okay. To do. Just... Hey. All right. Lick it, suck, nigga. Never mind. Never mind. Never. never... I hate it. Like, come on, do a little something, something. Hey, Shake. First. Shade. Turn on a candle
0: or something. Shake.
1: <laughs> There's this um practice. Um it's supposed to I can't remember what it's called right now, but it's supposed to like enhance the sexual experience. But it's non-penetration i think like Mm -hmm. it's just kind of like touching Mm. and rubbing like every part of the body (laughs) Um, the body um i'm gonna
2: have to look it up and i'll put it on this honestly that that that, that turns me on i know when my man wants to do it because he like rubs my stomach (laughs) (laughs) she said do it he does certain things and i'm like oh ready so then i get ready have
0: you ever seen the little <laughs> post where they be like we should turn her booty toward you and start booty <laughs> and like toward you yeah yup, you got the fuck going on Yup. that's type right. <laughs> and, <sorry. laughs> oh lord buddy, guys. i'm sorry let me finish Help us.
2: <laughs> um five if you have to ask then she did not if you did ask and she say yes, nine times out of ten, she lies to spare your feelings and not make things awkward.
1: Yo,
0: I do not know. I'm not lying about it. I, I'm not I, lying. I don't even
1: act. Like, if I don't like it, I'm not even going to act like I like it. Yep,
0: me too. Yeah. I'll lay there. You, you
2: done? It's like, um, this isn't working. Can, can, can. get up. <laughs> Let's just stop right here.
0: <laughs> move to the left a little bit, player. Okay.
2: Um, six. Having a period is basically another bill because tampons and pads can cost twenty dollars per month. Oh, speaking of, was it some Scotland? Kind
1: of Scotland. I got it. Hold on. Okay, I seen that today. Shout out to them. Yes, for real.
0: You know who you are. Stop it. <laughs> Getting on a flight today. I'll be there.
1: I thought
2: I screenshotted it. I'm almost positive
1: it was Scotland, Scotland,
2: Scottsdale, or something. I don't know. They made pads and shit free. Yep,
0: I did see that. Maybe it might have been Scott Scottsdale, what Arizona or something.
2: Oh, it didn't say. Scotland. I think
0: I screenshotted. it. On it on I
1: think it was Scotland because I remember it saying that they were the first country.
0: Oh, then yeah. Oh shout yeah. Out, shout been, out to Scotty. It's
1: their country um, to make feminine um, care products free.
2: Yeah. Oh, here it goes says it's about time Scotland becomes the first country to make menstrual products free
0: by law. Amen. Shout out to y'all. I'm on the next flight.
2: Period. We living in the wrong country. Mm-hmm. For so I many. I figured
0: weeks. that out a long time ago. I said the other day, my husband don't live here. Uh-uh. So as soon as I move, I'm married.
2: Yeah. Um. Back to the post. Cause we all off.
0: That's cause it's a real topic. But
2: yeah, we gotta you know. Alright, what was that? Six, I think. Okay. Seven, birth control wrecks havoc on our bodies. Doesn't matter what kind of birth control, they all mess us up in one way or another. So be grateful if your sexual partner is on birth control in order to have safe sex with you, period. Because I want to get the fuck here. I wish off. y'all could see. I'm off <laughs> of it. I'm sorry. I'm not having
0: nobody's motherfucking baby, Okay. okay?
1: I've considered getting
0: off birth control. I will never I do really it again. I really want to get off. I
1: really consider
0: I think I've said this before, but it's more so a, like a health. Once I got into health and fitness, like heavy, that was a big part. And then like women's health period, like I will never do it again. I'm, I'd rather have a kid, God forbid, you know. But at this point, at this point, the way I have a friend right now that currently might not be able to have kids because she's been on birth control so long okay. and she's young 20s Damn. and she wants four kids. Damn. Yep. And she might not she be was able to. The shot, the shot, and then she was on the pill for a while, and then she went back and forth between a few, and then they had the nerve at one point put her on two, and she's struggling right now. Like I said, I know a lot of people on two, yeah, not being able to conceive on
1: well, two birth controls. My, my sister's
2: why? on two, and one of my friends is on two because like her
0: cramps and bleeding is oh, so bad. She's in the process now of like not being able to have kids. Like, you know, they don't know if she can have kids type shit. And literally, they put her, like, I don't understand. They put her back on birth control when they know she's struggling. They openly said it. We know you're struggling with these issues because of birth control. But let's put you back on it because you haven't had a period yet. No. Why Um, would you put her back on? Is she trying
1: to get pregnant right now?
0: I don't think so Oh, okay. but they're looking at like cause she's been having like a lot of cramps a lot of pain they thought she had a cyst at one point on her ovaries Like, mm-hmm. it's a lot of shit and they were like it's, yes it's because you've been on birth control for X amount of years and you were taking this dose and I'm like so the doctors put you on it knowing it could fuck you up
2: well, but you gotta sign she,
0: I hope she's still able to have kids I know it breaks has my heart
1: check to see if she has fibroids
0: I don't know I know they're doing a bunch of testing and stuff
1: I was listening to this podcast and this girl, it was like an educational episode about, um, fibroids and like, it was crazy. Send it to
0: me, I'm going to send it to her. Okay. Cause it breaks my heart. I mean, I've known her since we were young and like all she's talked about from the time we were young is her four babies.
2: See, I have two friends who both were told that they possibly couldn't have kids and they both have kids. Yeah. At at least they can. Yeah.
0: It's fucked up. And you know, the scary part is, though, you don't know if you can have them until you try. Mm. And that's a terrifying thought. Like, you go through your life thinking you have all these pregnancy scares. Mm -hmm. And then when you really sit down and try with your partner and you can't, and then you find out, oh, you might not be able to. You know what I mean? And then you have these women that just pop them out like candy. And and there's women that struggle every day mentally and emotionally to have these babies. Mm Mm-hmm. And it just, it breaks my heart, and I pray every day that she'll be fine. I really do. Because outside of babies, like, she could have, like, health issues. You know what I mean? That could take her out this world fast. So. Yeah. Say, say some prayers for her, y'all, please.
2: We definitely will. Um, so, the next one says, most of our sexual pleasure comes, f- comes from clitoral stimulation and not foreplay. I mean, oh, and foreplay, not penetration. Sorry. Penetration via your penis, fingers, or toys are all not as effective as clitoral stimulation for most women. Hello? Okay. I didn't know that a lot of women didn't. It's coming in climax to different things. No, that's the same thing. Then something else is different.
1: So, you have you can have vaginal orgasms, which is based off of penetration. Um, mm-hmm. And then you can have clitoral um, orgasms, which is based off of your clitoris. So, I mean, not to go all far into detail. But no,
2: because I really wanted to. I'm trying to
0: figure out the <laughs> it was It was Brandy's face and she was about to spit that next shit out. I'm
2: trying to okay, so know you, the difference. Okay, so. <clears throat> Because right. you know, <laughs> okay, there are some times where like I have sex and like you know, there's a. <laughs> okay. Okay, but then okay. there are other times where like it's so good that I'm literally about to yell at the top of my lungs. Like, yeah. is that two different things? It's probably all the same. Okay, sorry, I'm trying to think about how I can explain <laughs> this Which <laughs> I know what I mean without it
1: being crazy. Okay, so when you're having sex, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> it's, okay. it's fine okay so when you're having sex you can some women can squirt that's not necessarily having an orgasm okay
2: that's what that's the we knew that. okay yeah. okay <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's not necessarily having an orgasm it's just it's, it's like extreme wetness mm-hmm. so when you're having sexual intercourse in I can't really explain it but like it's the difference between a clitoral orgasm and a vaginal oh orgasm yeah okay so have I never had an orgasm
0: No, I feel like you would have.
1: So, but you know, there's like I think it's 15 different ways a woman can orgasm. Oh my god! Mm -hmm. So,
0: yeah, I'm intrigued. The way she crossed her arms and sat back. Oh my god! This is interesting.
1: Uh, Okay, so I guess this might be easier to explain. So, a clitoral orgasm is literally in your clitoris. Mm -hmm. So, like it's like very intense, very like
2: that's the spot that niggas don't know how to find.
1: Yeah. yeah. Damn. Like that's
0: okay. not where all the nerves sit at. Right. Anyway. Gotcha. Yeah.
1: Like it's very like intense. Like, yeah. Versus. <laughs> <Somebody> <laughs> <seen her> <laughs> that's the easiest way to explain it. <laughs> where a vaginal orgasm is still very intense, but it's two totally different feelings. Like. Mm. Yeah. 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 Damn. Okay. I can't. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I think really probably <laughs> not to sound crazy on here but like ladies if you don't know the difference or not sure if you've experienced a difference then you probably should try masturbation
2: i'm mm. scared I, i've i never no maybe once but that's because like after i had a kid i was like super super horny for some reason <laughs> but i just cannot get comfortable with pleasure in myself and i know you should be but damn like i'm gonna try one
0: Think about your man or something while you it. And doing I mean,
1: it. it's different for everybody. Some people are, like, they can masturbate without any kind of, like, assistance as far as, like, watching something or, like, a vibrator or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Like, they can literally use their fingers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> other people, you know, they need some kind of, like, stimulation. They have to watch something. So, you just kind of got to, like, figure yeah. it out. But that would be my best suggestion. Like, if you don't know... Or don't think you've ever
0: experienced the difference between the two. You three. can't even act like that when he was over here talking about. Because like, uh-uh. there's a difference between that's a man and myself.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would even spell that. I don't. Like K
0: S H H H H H H. Like I
2: don't know. <laughs> I
0: don't know. Lord, Father God.
2: I just. Oh my God! Now let me just go home and read about all of this. It's so exciting! My God. <laughs> Okay, well, if anybody wants to give me a vibrator for Christmas,
0: (laughs) thrown away Amazon package. Um, damn, where was I? Okay.
2: (laughs) Um, nine. The process of our pubic hair growing back is literal torture. If she shaves for you, be grateful. Fuck shaving. If she get a motherfucking wax, cause I've been getting waxes faithfully. That shit is not yo oh my god somebody
1: just put this in a group chat with one of my friends i'm gonna read
0: it bro we do so i work at a salon i don't know if y'all know that or not but that's what i do um full time literally y'all the amount of brazilians that come in that bitch and i'm like are y'all okay like you don't they don't even make noises and i'm like y'all are not like screaming or bothered at all because
2: you can't like my first appointment
0: wait a minute what Why the fuck? I just realized that I saw this tweet today. Some bitch had the nerve to tweet that her motherfucking esthetician used to fucking rub her clit while she was getting a Brazilian (gasps) to distract from the pain. I said, bitch, that's molestation. That's molestation. Did she
1: consent? I mean, she might be into some shit. Bruh. She might be into it. How did
0: that conversation go down? Do you want me to... How would you like me to distract you?
1: I distracting you from the pain of it.
0: But my thing is, what are you going to do? Say, so how would you like me to distract you today? Oh, you can just, you know. Bitch, what? She was probably like, well, you know, I heard that. The (laughs) only thing
1: I could think of is that she was into it. She wanted to
0: try.
2: Oh, God. Anyway. Bro, that's weird. Your first
0: experience was.
2: Anyways, I was just saying my first experience, I was doing all types of like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God after that it just it didn't hurt as bad you
0: just get like numb to it
2: yeah, yeah. and then we just talk we have conversations i imagine that's the distraction thing,
0: like, I need. yeah my eyebrows wax it's gonna be rough for me girl they ripped my bikini line once i said that's it i'm done i'm gonna head out I,
2: y'all like gotta you get through got... it once you get through the
1: first couple of times it's easy but then, then if fine. you got like never mind i can't even say it
0: on here. i know <laughs> what you're saying though and that's why i'm good like if they gotta yep y'all can't
1: see me but I'm taking my hands and pushing them apart (laughs) like In between there, like... Mm-mm.
0: That's the part. Yeah. Uh,
1: That's, the lip, what the That's what everybody says. The lips
2: area hurt like a bitch, okay? Especially yeah. if they got to go over two, three, four times. Because that first time, you got to be hairy as
0: fuck. <laughs>
2: but over time, it grows back less, less and thinner. And less and less. Yeah, so it's not yeah. as bad.
1: No,
0: I'm just going to go get some nair and a razor. I just family. don't want my coworkers all up in my business. Like, That's
2: my thing. Like, and you I, know what? I thought it was going to be weird because I go to somebody that I know
0: well my homegirl did say so i know her and she is our esthetician but she was like the amount of vaginas that i see she was like i don't have them plastered in my head she was like i don't even know what my best friend's vagina looks like and i do mm-hmm. her brazilian's all the time and i was like and you gotta look at people's booty holes and you're cut oh, so uncomfortable <laughs> like wait like you gotta turn over type shit
2: <laughs> no it's not turn over you hoe it's knees to chest needs to chest, yeah and when you get your brazilian gear doing the butterfly your yeah. legs are out like, it's so weird, and I asked. I was like, "Do niggas begin this shit?" So
1: listen, yes, I was some just talking dude to a that she's about to start doing penis mm. waxes. There was
0: a, well, there was mm. a dude that came in like two weeks ago that got his booty hole uh, waxed. It was her boyfriend.
1: There's a guy that <laughs> somebody that I know.
0: The way you have the preference set
1: that gets. Um, gets waxed and it's like well how are you positioned there? like are you on all fours are you like are you knees to chest
0: like <laughs> well I just wonder like are you doing it because your girl is like behind your ass well
2: no I mean me personally oh, I feel just-
0: like <laughs> this show is a whole I lot of like- I feel
2: like it's the same thing for men like when they shave and stuff they can get razor bumps and it can be uncomfortable and stuff too so maybe they don't want to do it I mean I don't
1: fucking know I think okay so the girl that I was talking to she was saying like It's mostly like white men doctors mm-hmm. that come in and get waxed and it's because their wife don't want pubic hair in her mouth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think that's probably <laughs> the only reason why men do it is for their women. Mm-hmm. But she was also making a point that, like, black men are so afraid of, like, maintenance and upkeep when it comes they to things are. like that. But I don't be straight up. I ain't trying to suck no dick can get no pubic hairs in my mouth no, right? right. I don't mind
2: if you medscape. I, I don't know. It's the mental thing about the wax thing. I just can't imagine my nigga getting waxed. But she wax. was
1: giving me all the details. She was saying, like, you know, like, personally for her like she would have prefer that her man has like the shaft area taken care of and the testicles Mm -hmm. and she was like she's like i think it's weird when men come in and get everything waxed Mm -hmm. so like it's just just, i knew a guy
2: that he didn't like hearing him at all he got his arms leg like
0: everything waxed and i was just like that's because somebody okay. made fun of him. That's why the fuck yeah. that happened. Somebody made fun of his ass when he was a kid.
1: But for real, for real, I do think that men should... I mean, you don't necessarily gotta wax, but you definitely... Definitely be upkeep. Because nasty. I just don't mm-hmm. think that men clean themselves like they need
2: to. They don't.
1: I could be wrong. <laughs> like, I ain't never had no bad experience, but i just be a little... I know they don't. More.
2: I'll be looking at my dirty was- ass kids. Yeah, like- that's
1: what I was supposed to say. Like, cause little boys are just nasty and they nasty. go into grown men that are just nasty.
0: So, was this yes. Justin L.A.? Uh, post the other day and God I love him so much I was at my best friend's house um, and it was me him his girlfriend and like a few other of our friends and the post said ladies ugh, God this is so nasty go smell the butt butt part of your man's jeans that shit be booming <laughs> and she was like yo I'm dead ass about to go smell your jeans right now and I was like ew bro and he was like bro I already know my shit is good like my butt don't stink like and the conversation they was having back and forth was so fucking funny but I'm like if y'all men's shit already hang off their ass so if your shit is stinking bro listen oh, I have a story stop I need it go
2: ahead one time okay I was I dating it. this guy years ago and my friend was dating his cousin and we went to we did a pop up they were at home but they used to leave their fucking apartment door unlocked. We yes, go in, we search shit. She
0: go in a nigga's room and look at his drawers and he has shit stains. Oh! <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh! She never experienced like a raunchy ass smell while it was. Imagine
1: you ah! claiming this nigga in public looking, he got shit stains in his <laughs> 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 Um, I was I would break up with (laughs) you no for real
2: like you don't know how to clean your ass
0: (laughs) bro wait I would riff like I would just be like hey bro like
2: I would be looking at my kids sideways when they be doing that shit I would be straight up like I keep wipes in yeah. my bathrooms, toilet paper.
1: I think that everybody need to keep wipes in there. Like I low key, I'm looking at you sideways. If
0: you yeah, don't. you gotta bust yeah. your ass open and I'll wipe be, that shit. I'll you be got so to. I'll so
2: weak with MJ be taking the toilet paper and wetting it. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, little baby, because so. that boy don't know how I clean his butt for nothing.
1: He's gotten better though. I remember Ashley told the boys <laughs> that if they didn't wipe their butts, their butt cheeks was gonna fall <laughs> off.
2: <No, laughs> real? That shit's annoying. They like, "Mom, can you come wipe my
0: butt?" Like, no, I'm not wiping you your ass. ass. <laughs> uh-uh. uh-uh. And <laughs> now he's no. like, "I don't need no help." Wait, I want to know like if Buddy ever got his shit together. Literally, <laughs> literally, know. like,
2: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> huh? Imagine how she felt. Uh,
0: do you know how nasty you feel as a woman like I don't lay down with you bro I don't lay down with you you know how buddy be like I I started to (laughs) not then came to older nigga that's from your butthole like (laughs) clean your ass Oh.
1: Question. I got a question for the fellas If y'all listening to this So y'all know how like ladies You know like Your man hit you Like randomly And say he about to come over So you go and you take A quick little like yeah. Shower Yeah and all that
2: summer know what whole bath
0: <laughs> Right Pregnant ass She was fooling Anyway Oh my
2: god
1: That's a whole nother thing do y'all do that? Like, if your lady hits you, do y'all go take a shower? No, they don't. Wipe your dick
0: off? Like, yeah, <laughs> do y'all clean up the apartment and shit? Like, no,
1: they
2: I'm, don't. Let me
0: put my little paper away.
2: No, they straight giving you BV, bro. Oh my God. They don't care. Oh my <laughs> <Lord>. <laughs> I hope y'all not really doing that. I really oh I'm
0: just joking. Let us know. Not. I'm
1: going to put a poll question
0: in. And don't lie. We want to know if you. You've, they you fingering know. with them dirty hands. Oh my <laughs> God. God. I have a rule. I have a rule. You will not touch me unless i see you wash your hands Mm. i swear to god pre-covid i have a fucking rule you will not touch me unless i see you wash your hands thoroughly with soap don't fucking touch me i'm not playing these games (laughs) you will not touch me i swear to god you won't i'm a super like clean freak and me and one of my guy best friends are the exact same way like we don't even sit on our bed in our outside clothes yeah like we're super clean my mom used to go to sleep like under her sheets in her work clothes, and I'm like Michelle,
1: Ew.
0: bro, don't touch me if you haven't washed your hands. I oh, did. Oh do it again. I didn't makes, see it.
2: That just made. Me don't like, touch me. Uh, you can you imagine weird. a guy asking for head? His dick is dirty.
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> bitch. What I say? I'm not arguing with nobody. I'm uh, licensed to carry. I
2: am weak.
0: <sighs> oh,
2: Guys, God. please do better.
0: Please be clean now here. Wash your fucking hands and your dick. Please. And your breath, your teeth,
1: I wish all that. A nigga would. I'm thinking about that. As soon as I get down there and it stinks, I'm punching <laughs> you <laughs> straight up. I'm gonna punch you. <laughs> uh,
0: uh, no. I wish no. a nigga would uh, like a kitchen cabinet. Hands.
1: Uh, like <laughs> <laughs> My God, friend. He'd be like, "You gonna catch these hands?"
0: fuck <laughs> <laughs> you <yeah>, nigga. <laughs> oh. Man. Okay. Finally, the last one. <laughs> right. Damn. <laughs>
2: gestures to slash for your partner um don't wait, what don't have to be oh don't have to be romantic to be meaningful acts of service go a long way for most women even if it's not their number one love language amen to that yes sir so those are the ten things mentioned now um and we do have one more topic, but I kind of want to save it because I think it's a, a long conversation we can
0: have. So we just... can save it. Mm. <clears throat> All right. Sorry, that was trifling. Well, happy Thanksgiving, y'all.
2: Yes, happy Thanksgiving. Listen. I wait to eat. Ooh.
0: Listen to this while you know you on the drive, making little sneaky links like you're not supposed to. Sorry, Daddy DeWine. Um, listen to this like a little drives doing your sneaky links. your parents house
1: yes happy thanksgiving everybody
0: um i Mm -hmm. probably do but i mean (sighs) shout out to the listeners shout out to everybody that's supporting each other's businesses shout out to god oh my god real quick uh god talked to me (laughs) y'all through me for the first time last week and i felt like i fucking graduated I'm going to tell y'all about that. But he he talked through me. So shout out to God for having grace over us regardless of how bad we be. Mm. Um, I think that's it. Shout out to my dogs. You know. Fucking love y'all. You know who you are. That's it for me, I guess. All right, y'all. Well, we see
1: y'all when we see y'all because y'all know we, you
2: know, y'all know how we do. Love y'all. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye.